giant monster bullshit is the most listened to conservative podcast in the country. Matt, watch out for that banana peel. Ah! Ow. It's okay, Matt. We're on our way to the hospital. You're going to be okay. Oh god, oh fuck, it hurts so bad. Are you okay? No, ow. Ow, we're not we're in an ambulance on the way to the hospital, idiot. Oh shit, the driver's about to crash. Oh watch out for god. those bananas. Oh. Ow. God, ow. This sucks. Yeah, my son died. Well, welcome back to Giant Monster Bullshit. Welcome back to Two Funny Guys Say Funny Stuff. And all you can do is sit back and listen. What movie did we watch tonight? We watched Frankenstein Conquers the World. Yeah. It was kind of Frankenstein. Uh, it had similar- He wasn't very close to conquering the world. Not quite. Uh, I don't think that was ever his goal. Um, Frankenstein didn't have much agency in this. Um, if you're a member- He had no ambition. If you're a a member of, uh, of the, uh- NRA? (laughs) If you're a member of the NRA, if you're a member of the, uh, Frankenstein fandom like we are, then you'll know this movie's kind of inaccurate. Um, We're Frankenheads? Yeah. Fuck. Did Frankenstein ever uh, grow in the book? Is there anything no. that could anything he, close? He re- I mean, he remained the same size. Right. So there's nothing that like could have been mistranslated or misunderstood. Not from the book, I don't think. Right, I think okay. the book was ori- originally in English. I think I read it in the original. No. Yeah. I'm just making sure that you know our uh, our friends across the Pacific didn't misunderstand anything. Uh, isn't it radiation that makes him grow? Yeah, it's like fallout from the bomb. Yeah, he starts out as a heart, uh, just a heart of Frankenstein. Everything else died on him, as it's explained later. He started out, they explained that he started out as a guy, like a, a Frankenstein monster. Yeah. They said he was like a, a corpse that was stitched together. Stitched, yeah. And for whatever reason, the heart just doesn't die, yeah. but the rest of everything else can, I guess. They said that he died multiple times. And every time the heart remained. Yeah, and apparently it's able to like regenerate the rest of a body. I don't think it would I don't think it was doing it by itself. I think that was a product of the radiation. Okay. I think the so... other times it was just a heart being put into a dead body. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. There's not much to it's pretty simple. Yeah. It's all pretty self explanatory. Yeah, I just didn't pay attention. When I was going into my senior year of high school. One of our books that we were reading in my literature class was Frankenstein, mm-hmm. the original. Sorry, Frankenst- uh, Frankenstein's Monster is what we read, Frankenstein's the Doctor. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we read it, our teacher wanted to give us a history of Frankenstein and media. Mm-hmm. She pulled up like this timeline of like all these crazy Frankenstein adaptations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And somewhere on that timeline was Frankenstein Conquers the World. She had like a poster on a, a Prezi. Mm-hmm. She had the poster for the movie. And I think she must have downloaded it or something. 
mm-hmm. because she was really into Frankenstein and she was like, yeah, you can see that a lot of people have interpreted it different ways. And the only thing she said about that was she was like, and it looks like uh, Frankenstein fought Godzilla or something. And then mm-hmm. she moved on. <laughs> and I was the only one in class. I was sitting there going, this Frankenstein conquers the world. <laughs> I know I know that movie. The autism coming out. Well, I held it back. Oh, yeah, no. I bit my tongue. <laughs> so this was kind of both your first time and my first time watching it. No, yeah, totally. I'd never seen, I'd only seen the uh, Frankenstein design. Yeah, I've seen some stills. Yeah, but I've never, uh, they always... Isn't there like a sequel to this movie or something that's like, it was like lost completely? No, there's a sequel, War of the Gargantuas is the sequel to this. Okay. Isn't there one of the kaiju movies that's like completely lost though? There were two early King Kong movies that were lost. Oh shit, okay. And I think maybe you're getting that confused because this movie was also, or, or no, the two early King Kong movies were lost and then King Kong versus Godzilla was supposed to be... Frankenstein versus Godzilla. Okay, yeah. And that's where the confusion because they ended up making a Frankenstein movie. Yeah. Without King Kong or Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. That that explains uh, everything. Chocolate, peanut butter, everywhere. All over your hands, all over the walls. Come. Comes there too. Yeah. Uh, This one's always been kind of like shrouded in a sort of weird air for me because I always always saw this and, like, we had to get, like, a bootleg. It was just, like, weird. You know, I'd, like, I just kind of, like, knew some periphery things. There weren't, like, too many people that talked about it. Right. And it was, like, it was, like, Japan, like, it was, like, they did Frankenstein, but he was, of course, a giant monster and, like, you couldn't get a hold of, like, footage or, like, a copy of it, and it was just, like, hard to find, and I, there was, like, not much information about it, like, really readily available, so I've never really known much about this, and it's just one of those weird... It's all just sort of weird to me. Supposedly, all of Germany's versions of these of oh, Godzilla that, yeah, and everything... Yeah, i this, yeah. Every Godzilla movie they got somehow turned into, like, Frankenstein, like, in when they translate it, yeah. They make all of the backstories for the monsters go back to Dr. Frankenstein somehow. Somehow. Yeah, it's really weird. Very weird. Yeah, it's it's like a very 1960s way of like, uh we'll we'll just make the movie whatever we want like retroactively. Yeah. Like somehow, I don't know how you, the hell you'd get that lost or what the justification is for that, but that's a deliberate change. No, yeah, and and I I wonder if it's like Frankenstein was like really popular with people. This movie's kind of hard to get a hold of. I didn't want to spend sixty dollars on a shitty DVD. You spent sixty dollars on this? No, I, I didn't want to spend oh, sixty dollars okay, on the okay. on a shitty DVD, so I spent ten dollars on an even shittier DVD. <laughs> I thought you were about to tell me I didn't want to spend $60 on a shitty DVD, but I did. (laughs) No, I I went on eBay and I was like, oh, this one's only $10. Mm -hmm. And I I was like, okay, this was a while back. What a great deal. Yeah, so I was like, fuck it. If it has the movie on it. Whatever. Yeah, so I purchased it and like a day later I got a message from the seller. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Chinese as fuck and he said like hello calling to make sure you know this is not legitimate like <laughs> he, yeah he, he said like this is not real DVD <sighs> Yeah, and he said like is okay question mark and I said like 
yeah, that's fine. And he said, like, great news. <laughs> we'll mail within the next couple months. <laughs> you know, it was like the most, like, he could not have been more, more overt about. Yeah, that uh, you got to give him credit for that, though. He's like, this is a bootleg DVD. I want to make sure you know that. That is like, cool of him to let to me know. You. Yeah. You know, he's like, I just want to let you know this is, uh, this is not legitimate. We live in a society where we'd rather be sold a bootleg DVD mm. than buy the real one for I see more the money. Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> I used to think my life was a tragedy, and now I see it's a Godzilla movie. What are your general impressions? Um, it's all right. I uh, thought so too. Yeah, it uh pretty par for the course with this era. Yeah. Um pretty like good schlocky uh dumb stuff. If I'm if I can be fucking frank for a minute, all these giant monster movies are starting to run together to me. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's starting to become some kind of like awful technicolor haze of mm-hmm. shitty guys in costumes for Toho-scope. me. scope. Yeah, it, lots of little miniature trees, some awful blue screen where they're keying out, you know, 10% of the actor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's really starting to run together for me. Lots of scientists, lots of doctors, lots of journalists, lots of military people rolling up in Jeeps. Yeah, even when... Tanks. This was, like, totally not the movie for the military, like they could have just had the military completely absent. Yeah, because they don't even helped. do anything. They never do anything. And it was just like I don't know if that was like part of the Toho Monster movie package, possibly, or maybe like it's just like one hundred, one hundred extras yeah. dressed in military attire. Some sort of deal they have with like some firm that like contracts extras. You know, I heard that the real life U.S. military actually works with a lot of movie studios today. Really? Yeah. From what I heard, I heard this when the 2014 Godzilla movie was coming out that the military likes to participate. Like, they'll supply costumes and, like, mm. extras and stuff because they kind of want the military to be, like, portrayed not just positively, but realistically. Mm. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't think that was the case here because a lot of these military people are motherfuckers I've seen, like, smoking cigars in other movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just some guys in an army costumes and... What are some positive things about this movie? Positive things? Uh, well, our good friend Glenn is back. American actor Nick Adams. Yes. Makes his second Toho monster movie appearance. I didn't know he was going to be in this movie. I didn't either. Very, very pleasant surprise. I thought I was joking at first. I was like, that guy looks like Glenn. And I was like, oh, it is Glenn. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Because I liked him a lot. What was he in? He was in- He was uh, an Invasion, uh, invasion of, Astro of the Monster. Astro Monster. Yeah. He, I liked him a lot in that. He was very charming. Uh, and the He's thing- got was, charisma out the ass. Yeah, he really does. It's, it shines through even though we can't hear a word of what he's saying yeah. because they've dubbed him. He's still- There's something very novel about seeing an American guy in these movies. Uh, Sort of just like there's a charm to it somehow because you know it's really like- they're always like super out of place, but they never make a big deal out of it. Yeah, it's really cool. But also, it him his particular physicality is very nonchalant. Yeah, the actors. It's not like that guy in Varen 
where he sticks out like a sore yeah, thumb. He's like, not got to stick up his ass. This guy, Glenn's cool. Nick yeah, Adams. Nick Adams. He is goes with like, the flow. Yeah, and he also he's got like a nice little like he's like he's not like a goofy I don't give a fuck guy, but he's 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 hanging loose. But he's also he squints when he gets serious. Yeah, he listens. He nods. Yeah, uh, he's great. I was that was I don't know. It just feels great to be surprised like that. Yeah. The cast, him and that girl, have a great... Pretty good chemistry for... I don't know how well Nick Adams spoke Japanese. I'm guessing not at all. Uh, that would be my guess as He's well. He's very young. For two people who are probably not on the same page in terms of speaking... Yeah. Um. They uh have, like, decent chemistry. Like, yeah. They, I, get, I buy that, that they like each other. Yeah. It's so weird. I don't know if there's some great stuff with Glenn. Like they don't. It's not just that he shows up either. Uh, there's well, his, some his name's like Doctor Bowens or yeah, something in yeah. this. I don't care. He's fucking Glenn okay. or Nick Adams. Alternatively, they don't. He doesn't just show up and it's like, oh, cool. That guy from that movie's here. One of the first scenes he has, uh, he comes in to the girl we're talking about, who's also a scientist working with him or a doctor or whatever. He comes over to her house for dinner and he shows up in a kimono. He does. He does. He shows up in a kimono. It's just really weird, and even the girl kind of like laughs at him, like, "Oh, how becoming." Yeah, you know, um, it's really funny. But he doesn't really look uncomfortable in it. No, yeah, it kind of looks like he's like, "All right, I'm wearing a kimono." Yeah, uh, he's like, "This know? is what I do. I decided to wear tonight." Yeah, I don't really care what you think about it. This wasn't about you. And then a couple scenes later, he shows up in, like, a red, white, and blue, like, apron and chef hat, and yeah. he's, like, grilling. Yeah, he's, like, cooking for her. He's supposed to look, like, super fucking American, and yeah. they make a joke about him, like, lassoing a cow. It, it, it's 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 really good. It, it's, it's Highlights of this monster movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really great. It's uh, uh, Charming's the word. It's good to have our friend Glenn back. Other positive aspects of this movie, what are they? Um, well, a negative aspect of this movie is that okay. actor Nick Adams oh, yes, took his own yeah. life three years after this movie. Yeah, he like took a bunch of pills, right? Yeah, he had a cocktail of Jeez. pills. and Not good. Mm, I would have loved, personally, if he was still around today, I'd be asking for my Nick Adams cameo. In, in the modern Godzilla movies. He might not remember what who Godzilla is. Yeah, if he could play, like, 46th president of the United States, <laughs> John Alzheimer's, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's got a running gag where he can't remember what's going on. Yeah, yeah, he has to be filled in every scene he's in. Um, Alzheimer's is really funny, guys. But, yeah, uh, very negative aspect of this movie that Nick Adams uh, committed suicide and left... Uh, Left us too early. Yeah, left us far too early. The it world. really does sour my yeah, experience. I knowing... sort of, yeah, I sort of like in your head, you're like, yeah, that guy lived. You know, that actor went on to live. That and... guy is just like so. He's cool. He's way more alive than the rest of these guys. A lot of Super. these are just fucking like suits walking around like, mm -hmm. ah, Frankenstein is here. And then you have him who in both of the movies that we've seen him in, he's like bringing so much to the table. Uh-huh. Even though he's being dubbed, he's like the standout character. Yeah, and it's not just visual. It's not. It's not just like, or it's not just because he's got blonde hair. Yeah, and slightly different skin tone. 
maybe it's just like because I know they put him in these movies to give it an American appeal, and mm. maybe they were like, yeah, maybe it uh, Americans... absolutely worked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> maybe they're like, yeah, uh, Americans like uh, charismatic. Uh, I don't know. He's just cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's why. just bl- not yeah. bland like the rest of these people are. Yeah. We're not saying he's like a uh, like the best actor ever or anything. He's exactly, just very... But he's very great for these movies. It's a really good change of pace, too. Yeah. It's in a, a Japanese monster movie to see... It's totally different, and it's like a little little bit of spice in there. Yeah, and it doesn't come off as weird like some of the American kids in, like, Gamera movies do. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, so it's distracting. Anyways, what's another positive aspect of this movie? Let's stay positive. Let's veer off from suicide. I've got a positive. What is it? There is not a single island in this movie. Isn't that fucking crazy? Unless you count Japan itself as an island. Which we do not... uh, (laughs) We do not recognize Japan as a legitimate state. But yeah, no island. I thought that was interesting. No Uh, bullshit about going... To an island and discover, oh, Frankenstein is on this island, which I could absolutely see them doing. Yeah. Like, it starts off with them in World War II. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, for some reason. Like, it's not like... Anyways, it's in Berlin. Some Nazis come in to take Frankenstein's heart from a scientist, and there's a good moment there where they take the heart, and there's no dialogue at all, and it's all just uh, actions. Yeah, it's just kind of like the scientist, the scientist doesn't want to lose the heart. He kind of guards it for a second, and then they take it from him, and then uh, they wheel it out, and it's like in a case of some type. And one last Nazi is uh, like about to close is about to close the door behind him, and he's like looking back into the room, and then they cut to the scientist, and he like smashes a bunch of shit, throws a bunch of vials and everything. He, smashes it all he freaks out and then he stops and then the nazi after seeing all this is like okay i can close the door now yeah it's a very strange thing but anyways they take it to a japanese submarine give it to them and then the other submarine gets blown up and then they take it to japan and they take it to some japanese doctors in uh in a place called uh hiroshima uh something happened there they were trying to use the heart to create soldiers that wouldn't die mm-hmm. in World War II, but uh, it was a little too late because uh, everybody else still can die. <laughs> yeah. And the United States exploited that weakness <laughs> by dropping some nuclear bombs. On Hiroshima. On Hiroshima. Um, one of the guys who is at is present at, this, at the detonation of the atomic bomb somehow ends up alive. Later on in the movie, I think he was just Is that there. The same guy. I think there was just a guy there who was also on the submarine, right? And then he went to the institute, and then he left. And then like the next day, they like really? cut cut to something else, and then they cut back, and then like everybody's still there, but they're wearing different costumes. And okay. I think it's implied that that guy's just not there. Okay, I thought he was there for the. Uh, I did explosion. too. That, those two separate scenes happen very close to one another. So yeah, this radiation uh, makes the heart grow a body, and that's uh, where Frankenstein comes from. Yeah, this Frankenstein. He grows up a waif. Do you want to talk about his design? Because he's kind of the monster of this movie, the main monster. Yes, he is. He's got a large forehead. He's constantly dirty. 
He's got uh, like big, disgusting, bulging black eyes. Yeah, they, they, and a, there's a couple of particular shots where they're particularly like, oh god, scary holy shit. Yeah, like fucking. It doesn't help that they're like doing some weird lighting technique on him. Yeah, they've got some like ugly like I don't know what kind of if they were making their prosthetics out of paper mache at this point, but they've some got like some like latex, some like veins on him. Oh yeah, and yeah. they're oh. like really disgusting looking. Mm-hmm. Later on in the movie, he grows like these disgusting patches of hair on his arms. Uh, he's also got some. Uh, he's got some teeth. Yeah, they give him like several different fake teeth yeah, he's as he's got growing. Some, yeah, he's missing like his, one of his front teeth early on, and then once he gets uh, big, he gets like kind of fangs. Yeah. It's a bold choice, because uh, does he ever have like a scar? Isn't it at the beginning, doesn't he have like a scar on his chest or something? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Whatever, but he gets captured. What What does he do? He kills like a rabbit and some children run into their class. Well, classroom. he's been killing animals. Yeah, he's been killing animals all over the place. There's a scene with some school children running into their classroom and they're all, you know, going, you know, like all like horrible children noises. And then they come into their classroom and then there's a rabbit in pieces on the floor, torn to pieces, literally. Yeah. One of them goes, a rabbit. And then they all run away. We should take this moment now to uh, at least mention the uh, subtitles. Okay. I don't know if this was the case with the subtitles on a legitimate copy of this movie, Mm -hmm. but our copy has a bad habit of running words together Mm -hmm. in the subtitles. Just like it'll smash two or three words together at random. Yeah. What was the one they kept putting like for the... Yeah, instead of saying for the, like, run for the hills, it would be run for the hills. Yeah, and it happened, like, three times in a row, so it's not, like, a typo. They must have been, like, copying and pasting that one line. I don't know. Something something not right, not doing it the right way. They're inventing new methods to fuck up these movies, I think. Yeah. I think they have people hard at work, or they did, saying, like, what could we do to make some people like think that something got messed up? Yeah. They're doing crazy shit and it's not like, you know, th- they could just like slap a picture of like cock and balls mm-hmm. on Godzilla's forehead at this point. Yeah. But they're like that would be too much. That'd be giving it away. So yeah. they're just like, okay, you know what? We'll just uh fuck up the subtitles really bad. Yeah. But yeah, uh they constantly call Frankenstein earlier on. He's killing animals like any mature adult, and uh, they begin calling him, like, a waif, which is, like, right. a, sort of a, uh, a homeless degenerate. Yeah, a, a malnourished or deformed nuisance. Which is is just kind of a weird word, I feel like. You know, like, they should call him, like, a vagrant or Yeah, something. well, they also said fucking opal and gamma instead of jewel, so. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Yeah. Like I said, they're out to fuck with us. I know, I know they're just trying to mess with me, but I, I let it get to me. I don't know why, Gratton. One thing that I wanted to bring up that I'm sure you've got a couple words to say about. Mm-hmm. There's a point in this movie where they get a sneaking suspicion that this this kid might be Frankenstein because Frankenstein's heart was in the same place that he was found when the bombs happened. So they're like, well, we'll contact an expert on the matter. On Frankenstein. So they go back to the doctor from the original, the first scene, the opening scene, and they ask him, they're like, so we think this kid might be Frankenstein. Is there any way we can tell? And he goes, well, Frankenstein 
he's got regenerative properties. So if he gets hurt, he can heal. So the only way we can really know if he's Frankenstein is if you cut off his arms and legs. Yeah. Because if you cut off his arms and legs and they grow back. That means he's Frankenstein. Yeah. Problem solved. And then if he doesn't, guess what? Not Frankenstein. No worries. Right. You don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for a number of reasons. <laughs> when you really get down to it, it kind of doesn't make sense for, you know. Yeah, um, this monster movie doesn't quite hold up to logic. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. Like, why wouldn't you just, like, can't you just, like, scrape some of his fucking skin off? Yeah, could you just cut him or something? Yeah. A little and bit and see how fast it grows? It's a very Nazi scientist way of thinking. It's like, uh, what's like the worst way I could can like the most painful way? Yeah, I what's could... the most fucking brutal? Yeah, what's the most horrible thing I could do? <laughs> like, and so the scientists back in Japan, they're like, well, if that's the only way, <laughs> yeah, they don't no. question it at all. They're no, just like, yeah, okay, they don't question it, and they're like, mm, this is a toughie. Do we yeah. cut off his arm or do we not? <laughs> yeah, like. Like, it would have been one thing. It's like, oh, well, for him to regenerate, it has to be substantial damage for it to happen at an, accelerate, at an accelerated rate or something. Yeah, you know, I don't it's know. like he heals at a normal rate if you cut him, but, you know, whatever. I'm just throwing out some ideas. I'm just trying to fix this thing. One thing that I realized while watching this is that for a while they go on, like, oh, man, should we cut off his arm? We really need to know if he's Frankenstein. And I realized it doesn't even matter. If he's Frankenstein, because the problem that they have on their hands is just a giant growing freak. Yeah. What does it matter where he came from? Yeah, and what he is, like, it's not like he's been sitting around and they're like, is that Frankenstein? It's, he's growing exponentially. They can't fit him in normal places anymore. They've got him in, like, a zoo animal Well, there's nothing that the knowledge or the confirmation that he is or is not Frankenstein doesn't provide anything. It doesn't Mm -hmm. help them in any way. They've still got this giant monster boy who's getting bigger. And if he is Frankenstein, then he's going to keep getting bigger and they're going to keep having the problem. If he's not Frankenstein, he's going to keep getting bigger. Yeah, and they're still going to have the problem. So I don't know why they invested so much time. They sent one of the scientists to fucking Germany to talk to this guy and ask him if he's Frankenstein. And they end up not even having to do the test because his hand falls off. Yeah, well, he like rips his own hand off when he's like getting out of some shackles to kill some reporters. Yeah. To kill some TMZ reporters. Yeah. <laughs> Doing God's work. Yeah, he like rips his own hand off and then they find it. Yeah, somewhere on the ground, yeah, kind of flexing. Yeah, it's like a really like primordial animatronics. Uh, just something that moves. Like, yeah, it's barely. got a tiny little motor in it that makes it fingers go in slightly, back out. It's an uh, awful, it's yeah. like Halloween props today, like just Party City $1 fake hand, zombie hand. Those look way better than what is in this fucking movie. So they find the hand and they throw it in a uh, protein solution. The hand amounts to nothing in the movie. They dedicate probably like 12 minutes of screen time to discussing the hand, the fact that the hand's getting bigger, the fact that the hand needs something to survive, and then they drop it. And the last 45 minutes of the movie are handless, and they make no remarks about it. And it doesn't make any sense. They don't go like, oh, his hand fell off. That must mean, oh, I saw him, and he had a hand still, so that means he regenerates. I think you know? I think er, like immediately after that they say like Do oh they? yeah they they address it like with one line fuck they, you they say like yep mystery solved I guess but still like like I said it doesn't make any difference yeah 
Now y'all just got a fucking hand in a jar. And you can for sure call him Frankenstein. I guess. Uh, I that. guess the name is the one thing. Before that, they were just like, oh, why are you so violent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a great part in this movie where he's Frankenstein. Uh, he looks especially scary in this part. They've got like a, a light shined only on his face. A really bright light, right yeah. on like the middle of his face. Yeah, it's light in his eyes in a very unnerving way. Nothing behind those eyes uh, except, you know, brutal instinct. But he's watching TV. He's watching some people do the twist on TV. Yeah, a lot of people do the twist in this movie. Yes. And then somebody kind of goes on, on it. Some guy who's dancing kind of goes like, like screaming and oh yeah just some guy screams he's yeah. feeling it he's yeah, feeling no, the yeah, rhythm yeah he's oh my god maybe he's fucking like tore his fucking ligament or something <laughs> he, i don't know he's doing the acl he's been twisting for days and finally there's no more cartilage in his ankles or whatever <laughs> and he's just ah! yeah and then <laughs> frankenstein Frank- hates that yeah he gets like either angry or concerned about this man <laughs> yeah and he goes up and he grabs the tv antenna and it comes off and the picture goes away and then he decides to pick up the TV and he throws it through a window and it smashes through the window and then it goes down into like the courtyard and it smashes into a bunch of pieces <laughs> uh, and then uh, his handler, his carer his caregiver, uh, yeah his caregiver comes up and she goes why are you so violent? Yeah she pauses She's, she pauses and looks at him she goes like why are you so violent? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was saying while we were watching, it's kind of like something like a mom would say or something like, why are you so violent? Yeah. You know, it's it's really funny. Around that time in the movie, they keep remarking that he's Caucasian. He's most certainly not. They don't really make much of an effort besides saying like, oh, a white boy. Yeah, they say, oh, weird how a white boy with blue eyes like this would be he has here. Got eyes black as the pits of hell, okay? They they're pure black and they call them blue one time and it's very very clearly a Japanese man playing. Yes. Playing this guy. They don't even like try to give him a different skin tone or hair color. Or he's got hair color. that jet black hair. Yeah. His hair looks like everybody else's hair except he's got it on that forehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very strange. Uh I mean, I guess it makes sense it's like oh, he's white cuz he's from Germany. Right, because the heart's from Germany, but... Just don't make a thing of it. Like, why Y'all you... got a white guy to play the, the, one of the, the ma- scientist. The, lead, the male lead. You either could have like changed it in the script to just be a Japanese guy. Or I probably just not wouldn't... say anything about it. I wouldn't have even thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't have even thought that he was supposed to be German yeah, or whatever. I, I had it in my mind. I was like, okay, Japanese movie. It's going to be a Japanese guy. What? You yeah, know, they're whatever. kind of rebooting the whole Frankenstein lore anyway. Yeah, I don't care. You know, yeah. I'm fine with it. It's just the fact that they still say in the movie, this is a white person yeah. and he's very clearly Japanese. It's very strange that they felt the need to make a point of that. So bizarre. Only in these movies would some weird shit like that yeah, slip through to the very end. Very strange. We're in a very, very narrow and bizarre section of science fiction. This is the golden age. This is the golden of movies. Age. <laughs> of cinema. Yep. Everything after this sucks. Before we ask the big question that I've got on my mind, let's talk about Baragon. Strange. Uh, A strange decision to have Baragon in this movie, um, in my opinion. Well, Uh, this was Baragon's first film appearance. Can mm -hmm. we get a round of applause for Baragon's first film appearance? Please clap. 
but yeah, Baragon shows up once once Frankenstein is giant, pretty much. He's giant. He's kaiju size. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, Baragon kind of shows up and starts destroying some towns. Yeah. Um, he comes up from underground. I don't remember any reasoning given for why he decides to start doing this all of a sudden. Did you catch any? No. Maybe that's us, but I don't know. Um, but he shows up and starts destroying some shit, and then they blame it on Frankenstein, which isn't like a crazy dumb thing to do. You know, if a giant monster, if you hear Frankenstein's giant and he's fucking stuff up, you know, and then something giant comes and fucks your shit up, you might think it's Frankenstein. You would probably think it's Frankenstein too. I don't know why you're sitting over here uh, acting so fucking smart. You'd probably think it's Frankenstein too, huh? Yeah, idiot. Huh, motherfucker? Yeah, fuck you. That amounts to Baragon ends up fighting Frankenstein. We'll we'll talk about the big fight, the big mm-hmm. long the big game. fight at the end. But is this canon in the Godzilla series? What do you think? Yes. Yeah, let's see. Let, let's hear your reasons. Baragon is in a couple Godzilla movies. Fuck it, why not? I think he's just in one. Is he just in one? I thought. Well, I mean. Oh, I mean, well, for, the, of this era, he's just yeah. in one. Okay, yeah, I see what you're Show saying. Show of movies, he's just in one. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I don't care. <laughs> you don't care? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Well, as somebody who cares too much, <laughs> I, I was thinking a little bit about it, and I did think, like, yeah, well, there's Baragon in Destroy All Monsters, mm-hmm. but I have two main reasons for believing that this is not canon in the Showa Godzilla series. What are they? One is very simple. Baragon dies at the end of this. And it, it hasn't stopped them before, ha- having a monster die yeah. in, in a movie. And, and come back in the next one. Have them come back or have it be an offspring or another member of their species, whatever. They do it all the time. But Baragon does die in this one. Mm-hmm. And my second reason is actually a bit better. And that's what we mentioned before about the fact that Frankenstein gets big. Everybody kind of like, you know, oh, Frankenstein's big. This is big news. And he starts destroying shit. And there's a part in the movie where they're kind of realizing there's another giant monster. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, Frankenstein was on his way here. Why would a city way out here be destroyed? It must be another monster. Yeah, they would have. I mean, somewhere in this movie, they would have had to have at least mentioned Godzilla. If Godzilla was here or all the other giant monster shit that had happened before this, if that had happened, they would probably just assume that Godzilla was doing it. Or that one of his... At least weigh the possibility. Yeah. Or they could have given a throwaway line like, well, Godzilla hasn't been seen in three years, whatever the excuse would Mm -hmm. be. So those are my reasons. What great reasons, Gretton. Thank you. It's sort of weird to me because I feel like they got enough going on with trying to figure out how to get rid or take care of Frankenstein. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's strange that, like, their instinct is to bring in another monster, and it's not really, like, Frankenstein is just a guy. He's a big guy. Yeah. Um, And it's sort of strange to me that they were like, all right, let's bring a lizard monster in here to fight him. Let's bring in a, a dragon thing with a horn. A more traditional-looking a guy in a suit. Mm-hmm. He's dressed. He's got an original design, a monster design, yep. fighting basically this guy in a couple prosthetics and some like loincloths. Yeah, it's really weird. Very strange. The whole rest of the movie kind of feels 
like what you would expect. Yeah. Okay. Frankenstein's out. We got to deal with Frankenstein. It's just the the fight and the visual of this like giant guy as opposed to a guy in a dinosaur costume is a little different than what we've been uh, treated to in the past. Yeah. The big fight at the end. What did you think of it? I got a little excited when it started because like he does this move where he like jumps on Baragon and he like grabs his horn. Yeah. And starts like wrestling him around. Then I, you know, my stupid brain, I was like, well, this should be over in a few minutes. They'll fight for a while and then he'll win. And I and I thought I I don't know why, but that move he did towards the beginning of it had me thinking like, oh, they might do some cool stuff in this. Mm-hmm. You know, they might do some crazy shit, but it goes on forever. My eyes completely glazed over. Yeah. This fight is the most different part of this movie compared to other kaiju movies of the the same time period because you're very used to seeing guys in suits fight. Mm -hmm. Even when it's like, you know, two guys, uh, two monsters that I've never seen fight before, uh, like Space Amoeba or something. Mm -hmm. I see that, and it still feels... It still Familiar. feels normal, even though those designs are new to me and they're very original and it can be fun to watch. This is just so different because... It's a one, guy. One of them's just a fucking guy. Like, they've got a guy on there. And I usually bitch about whenever monsters fight on a hillside because it's just so much cheaper looking than yeah. the miniature cities. But this guy's jumping around so much. They've got so much going on. And I think my problem is usually that trees can be like any size so the scale is just kind of fucked yeah as opposed to when you're fighting in a city you have a pretty solid idea of how big things are but since we've got this fucking guy here we have like an actual person like scales out the fucking window yeah absolutely you're just watching some crazy shit happen (laughs) yeah you're watching an insane cave you know mentally handicapped caveman beat up a guy in a dragon suit. And for a while it's interesting because as far as like flexibility goes, this guy, there's a lot more possibilities with him than like a guy in a Godzilla costume. You're really not limited to like what he can do. He can jump around, he can turn around really fast and he's just very limber compared to, you know, a guy in a 300 pound costume. (laughs) So it's kind of interesting at first because He's, like, holding his mouth open, and he's, like, he does this thing where he'll, like, kind of get on his back and, like, ride him for a second. Yeah. But then they keep doing it. Right. It's interesting to see it the first time because we've never seen it. It's different, yeah. That's never been done. Uh, This is the first time we're seeing something like this happen, and it's weird, and visually it's interesting, but like you said, they do it over and over and over and they just keep doing it. And this is like one of the longest fights I feel like we've watched so far. Yeah. The military doesn't even come in. Like there's not even like- There's the a bunch fr- of troops on the ground just talking. Yeah. There's like some guys with the rifles. No tanks. No tanks. They never like, there's not even like that variety to it. Yeah. Like they don't even have any planes come by and shoot fireworks. At the guys. Usually that's the part they go overboard with. Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck, here we go. But not this time. It was like I kept expecting the fight to be over. Right. You know, I was like, all right, now we're nearing the end. No, I guess not. We're in another, okay. They would kind of change settings sometimes, and then, like, it would kind of trick you into thinking, like, 
oh, well, this this shot kind of looks a little different. This is probably the final blow. Yeah. And then, you know, it would pull back to another shot. And, and grab his horn again. Keep going. He'd like I kept. They kept teasing you. He like grabbed his jaw, and they he'd like hold his mouth, Baragon's mouth open. And I was like, oh, are they gonna do like a King Kong thing where he like breaks his jaw? Uh, no. No, he just holds his mouth for a second, and then he rolls over, and then they start fighting again. Yeah, and Frankenstein's relatively muscular. Yeah. He's lean, but he's got he's got some oomph to him, and uh, I'm just saying that he could probably snap Baragon like a fucking twig if he let loose. He's he's completely uninhibited by any type of knowledge. He's blind muscle. Yeah. But it always so it always looks to me like he's just like pretending to like kind of try. Right. You know, and it always looks like he's like, oh, I'm I'm holding the mouth. Oh, you know, and I and I and I know that he's got it in him to like just fucking smash this guy in the suit. They do several things where like one time Frankenstein picks up Baragon and starts slinging him around. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's gonna throw him, and, and then. That'll be, like, the second to last thing. One time, Baragon, like, digs through the ground and then comes out higher. They do, like, a ton of interesting stuff where, like... It could go somewhere. Baragon could have killed Frankenstein with that move, or Frankenstein could have killed Baragon with that move. And they don't. They just kind of keep going. And then at the very end... By the time the end, by the way, there's this wildfire that Frankenstein started. By dropping a torch, he somehow had a campfire that he'd made he starts this fire and then the fire's kind of going in the background and you think that by the end they're going to be surrounded in flames or something uh, you know that's kind of a traditional monster movie ending where like they're fighting and, and they then die together one of know. them kills each other barely before the other one gets consumed by flames or something or yeah. maybe they just both go up in flames just a very like you know almost tragic ending but just like you know yeah pretty horrific like oh fire that just something like that mm-hmm. and you expect that and then the fire never goes they never see the fire no it's just always in the background it's just the sky's red now as far as visuals go i guess that's okay if you weren't like expecting it to come into play later the whole time and they kept like going back to it like cutting away from the fight being like oh the fire's getting bigger yeah so you're kind of thinking like oh we're gonna have it's gonna come in soon no. At the end of the fight, you know, it's kind of been going on like it has been for a while. And then uh, Frankenstein just abruptly... He either chokes him or breaks, breaks his, his neck, neck, I'm pretty sure. He's, like, holding him down for a while. Mm. I don't know. They don't make it very clear. There's no, like, breaking sound. Either way, Baragon's dead. They make it pretty obvious that yeah. he's absolutely dead. There's some kind of cool images with the fire. They're, like, in front of, like, a huge flaming tree line, and, like, he kind of kicks Baragon. Yeah. See if he's alive, and that, like, kind of looks cool. That's the best thing I can say about that part. Yeah. And then he, like, throws him off a cliff. Right. Uh, lifeless corpse. Yeah, very much lifeless. There's no one in the suit. And then, just when you think it's over... Just when it should be over. Exactly when it should be over, once uh, the good monster has won, a giant octopus shows up. Giant fucking octopus. The Even the characters say, like, what is that? And then they cut to the giant octopus, and they cut back, and they go, it's a giant octopus. Yeah, it absolutely comes out of nowhere. I am certain that there was no setup for it. I didn't miss anything. I know I didn't miss anything. It comes over a fucking hill. There's no water nearby. Yeah. 
it, it just comes like over a, a hill nearby. They're landlocked. Big ass octopus, like even bigger than the one from King Kong versus Godzilla. It's really big. Comes over and then he like drags Frankenstein to a cliff over like some water. Which they tussle a little bit. Yeah, and then but like they never really fight. Like Frankenstein never really. And then he like pulls him into the water, and that's it. I think probably what happened is that they didn't know how to end the movie. They they said like okay, we're going to have them fight, and then Frankenstein's going to kill Baragon. And they go, great. What but, happens after that? But Frankenstein isn't exactly the kind of monster that's, like, friendly enough with the people to, like, ride off in the sunset. He's like, fuck shit up, and they were hunting him for, like, 75% of the movie. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, Frankenstein's not really... You're kind of rooting for him out of the two, but he's not, like... He's not a hero. It's not a satisfying ending to this whole debacle for him to just be out in the world. Mm-hmm. So they were like, uh, we got to have something else show up and kill him. So they're like, you know, they spun the wheel or whatever. Yep, giant octopus. Giant octopus. And that was just it. They didn't even go back and say a giant octopus was sighted. Yeah. Off the cut, you know, just earlier on in the movie. It's, it's bizarre. Pretty lazy. I'm like... I'd like to be forgiving of these movies, but it, it's really, like, super lazy, in my opinion. That part. Yeah, and then, like, he falls off a cliff with the fucking octopus, and then the girl goes, do you think he's dead? And then he goes, I don't think Frankenstein will ever die. And yeah. then Glenn, what does he say? He says, like, perhaps it's the best thing for him to die because he is a monster. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. He says, like, after all, he's just a monster or yeah, something. Like, oh, my fucking God. In the whole movie, they've been advocating for his survival. Yeah. They're yeah. like, no, it would be. They had to, like, hold Glenn back when they were shooting at him when he got out, and he was like, don't kill him. The, like The whole time, they're like, the military shouldn't kill them because this is a big scientific discovery. Yeah. This is important. You shouldn't kill him. We would like to study him. And then at the end, he's just like, yeah, well, it's probably for the best, honestly. He was a fucking monster. I hope he died. I don't know if he did, but I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't exactly blame him for it. I don't want that big, foreheaded, ugly motherfucker running around, especially a big one. And I guess earlier on in the movie, there was a part where Frankenstein was like under a lake or like some body of water and then he like shoves a boat and yeah. then the scene ends. Uh-huh. So maybe they've shown that he can swim and that he can breathe underwater. So I guess we're supposed to be, I don't know. I think that was a, that's another trope of these movies is like, you don't know how to fucking end the movie, so you just throw all your fucking monsters in the ocean. Yeah. that That's becoming more and more of a thing. It's such bullshit, and I, I don't know. I, I think they people don't really talk about that enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're always falling into the fucking water. That's not satisfying in any way. You watch these whole movies it's where- It's a cop-out. A monster, you know, either has a goal of killing another monster, or the people have a goal of killing this monster, and then you have this shitty, cheap, ambiguous ending where it's like, oh, they're underwater, so will they live? Fuck it, I don't know. Oh, we'll no. see how much money this movie makes, and then we'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just such bullshit. It's pretty cheap. It's pretty lazy. I can't say that, like, really pissed me off. I mean, like, the ending itself, like, if I'm looking at it, like, really, like a critic. It's really, like, that's lazy. That's bullshit. I just, like, I, it's so obviously and transparently, like fucking out of nowhere fundamental like bad storytelling like just not pleasing so let's get into don fries this movie 
is definitely one of those movies, uh, for whatever reason, and there are reasons, we had to watch this movie twice, basically, because we kept running into shit. Yeah, it was outside sources interfering. But I paid less attention to this movie than I usually do. That's not to say that I didn't pay attention to this movie. I paid attention to this fucking movie, Mm -hmm. all right? I know exactly what's fucking going on. But for whatever reason, it it just couldn't hold my attention that much. But when it did, I thought it was it was okay. And I definitely would say that this is one of the movies that is uh, best going to be remembered as a movie to laugh at. Because this movie has some funny stuff. Like I said, seeing this fucking blonde-haired James Dean motherfucker walk into some Japanese woman's apartment with, in a kimono... That's very funny. Yes. That's very funny imagery. Uh, those kids running in, stopping, going dead quiet, and looking at that fucking rabbit torn to pieces, and they go, a rabbit, and then they go, ah, that's funny. There's a lot of jokes to be made about this, like, retarded... <laughs> Retarded's a mean word. It's a very ugly word. Stupid Frankenstein man. He looks all kinds of fucked up. Yes. And there's plenty of jokes to be made there. Uh, haha, what if he was naked? Yeah, haha, uh, what if his, uh, pee-pee was hard? Yeah. Ha 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 ha! And there's all these little moments, these odd little moments, like at the end when Glenn says that he was just a monster. It makes no sense. All these little movies were, all these little movies. Little movies. <laughs> all these little moments where... We'll be lost. <laughs> all... In time! All these little movies will be lost in time. (laughs) But all these little moments where you can, like, you can totally tune out and then catch those moments. Mm -hmm. And not only can you laugh, but you can totally get what the movie is. Yeah. You don't get a prize for understanding what's going on in this movie, so why would you need to? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's not... That's what I'm. That's where I'm at at midnight tonight, or one o'clock in the morning tonight. Uh, fuck it. Fuck this movie. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved this movie. This movie sucked, and it ruined my night. And I had a great time. So I'm gonna give this movie a six out of ten. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. I got a lot of the same sentiment. Um. This movie is a laugh at it movie. There is no real movie to be found in this movie none of the there's never any effort to make anything look good there's no composition really there's a few visuals that you might go oh that's nice (laughs) yeah you know if you're a stupid asshole like me maybe make it your desktop wallpaper on your computer yeah like a smart guy yeah, that's a good way to get a girlfriend. Yeah, actually. If she sees Frankenstein Conquers the World on your computer background. Yeah, she'll want to be with you forever, and then you won't be alone anymore. Right. It's Stick the camera down. You know, let's film this as cost-effectively as possible. It's silly, and the best time you're going to have is laughing at it. That's how to enjoy this movie. Fight scene takes forever. Last scene is bullshit but that is always great for making fun of. So it ends up working to this movie's benefit. There's good moments, but there's nothing that's really like, whoa, you know, like, oh my God, that's insane. Or, oh my God, that's so funny. Half the f- humor comes from us because we're so, so funny. <laughs> um, but I'm sure if you guys and your lame friends... <laughs> you guys and your stupid friends. Yeah, if you guys, I know you guys suck a lot. Uh, (laughs) 
suck big time. And I know if you get together with your friends and make fun of this movie, I'm sure your tiny little brains will find it funny. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just messing with you guys. You guys are my best friends. All <laughs> of the people listening. Yeah, I guess that's all just to say six out of ten. Okay. <laughs> okay. That that's that's it's like slightly above average on being able to laugh at it. Yeah. But nothing crazy, nothing that makes it notable, really. This movie really won't stick with me other than the fact that uh, Glenn was in it. If I can add a couple more things, I would say that if you are the kind of person that watches these movies, like I was a few years ago, I would definitely say that this movie is worth seeking out to some extent. Yeah. Because I think... Just like you, I had this kind of weird, almost like a mystical perception of this movie mm-hmm. where it's like, I almost felt like that's a movie I will never see. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, totally. It's it's so weird because like I would see stills and pictures and, and people would be talking about it and like people, discussions would happen in the shithead community about it and I'd be like, ah, yes, uh, Baragon is in that movie and that's all I know. But I'd say- Seek this movie out and kind of demystify it for yourself. I know there's a lot of people who are kind of middle of the road kaiju fans where it's like, yeah, I've seen most of the Godzilla movies. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people, I think there's some fun to be had here. And Mm -hmm. it's also, it would be kind of a a good talking point where it's like, so you you saw Frankenstein Conquers the World, right? Isn't that fucking crazy that there were Nazis in the beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some shit like that. It Mm -hmm. it would be fun to talk about at some point in addition to laughing at it. So Mm -hmm. I would say this movie's not quite worthless. No, yeah. If you've uh, exhausted the the must-haves, such as King Kong Escapes, King Kong vs. Godzilla, Godzilla's Revenge, uh, you know, stuff that's, like, fun to make fun of. Yeah, there's plenty others that are really funny. This one's not quite in a higher tier. Yeah. But it's worth it to see if you're uh, really, uh, if you're getting withdrawal. Uh, yeah. If you're having uh, cold flashes. Well, Matt, we're finally out of the hospital. It's I'm a- glad I don't hurt anymore. They put me on a lot of painkillers. Yeah. We, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They've got some great people at the hospital. They sure do. Uh-oh. Gratton? Yeah? You see that? Is that a pterodactyl? Yeah. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It was just a bird. <laughs> Look out. What? Gratton, on the ground, it's huh? a banana peel. Okay, good. I'm stopped. Okay. Now step on the banana peel. Whoa. Right? So what movie are we watching next week? I don't know. (laughs) You want to take a guess? No. I just got a text message. It says we're watching Godzilla's Revenge next week.